Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Chef. Welcome to Cashflow Guys Podcast. It's that time again. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cover a new topic. Yes, that's right. A new topic. I know you were just been just tickled pink with excitement of all the stuff I've been covering lately. I've been making jokes about realtors and doing all the good stuff that we know that we have fun with raising money. We've, we've covered all different kinds of topics, but today we're hitting a brand new topic. It's a topic that I think is pretty cool. And it's actually something that I'm interested in. And ladies and gentlemen, remember when I started this podcast, part of the reason was, is I was too cheap to hire an attorney sometimes. So when I wanted legal advice, I just got an attorney to come on the show. They love publicity and they'll give me answer all my legal questions for free. And today we're going to do the exact same thing today. We've got Mark Podolsky on the, on, did I pronounce that right, Mark? You did. You did. I Great. nailed it. It's about time. I finally got it right for a change. See, usually I have a name like chef. So for me, it's like people destroy my name. I chief, Shep, Sheffer. I mean, they, they make letters up that aren't even there. I've never been there. It's hilarious, but so, Mark, you're with The Land Geek. Now, I've actually followed you for quite a while. You don't realize that, and that probably kind of creeps you out a little bit the way I said it that way. But <laughs> <laughs> but I've always been interested in the land business. I've, I find it intriguing. And in Florida, you know, we have a couple postage stamp lots that they haven't paved over yet. So tell us about Land Geek. How did that come to be? Well, I, you know, the way I got sort of into land investing was I was a really miserable, unhappy investment banker in, uh, in 2000, I, you know, I had a 45 minute commute to work and back. Uh, I was micromanaged. I had a high stress job, you know, long hours and Tyler, it got so bad for me that I wouldn't get the Sunday blues right. anticipating having to be back at work on Monday. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast oh, God. and having to be back at work on Monday. So my firm hires this guy, and he's telling me that on the side, he's going to these tax deed auctions and he's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar, and he's flipping them online and he's making on average a 300% return on his investment. Well, I'm looking at companies all day long and a great company, a great company has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Right. Great company. Your average company is a 10% and I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So I don't believe him. So we go to New Mexico. <laughs> I got three grand saved up for car repairs. And I do exactly what he says. I buy 10 uh, half acre parcels for $300 each. The next week I put them up online. They sell for an average price of $1,200 each. It worked. Get out of here. So, yeah, it's crazy. So I took all that money. I went to another tax deed auction where I live in Arizona 
And again, this is 2000. There's no one in the room. Right. And I'm buying up lots and acreage and there's, you know, for, for like nothing. And over the next six months, I made over $90,000 cash on that one auction. So Tyler, I went to my wife and I said, honey, I'm going to quit my job. And I'm going to be a full-time land investor. Oh, God. And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> so she was, she was pregnant at the time. So I said, okay, okay, fine. So I did land investing part-time until it exceeded the investment banking uh, income, which took about 18 months. And I quit in 2001. And I've been doing it full-time ever since. And, and the way I do it is kind of unique. And I can kind of walk you through it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I... Yeah, we, 300 to 1200 and i was just telling I, some of my students about the the doing about retail arbitrage guys it's real simple buy low sell high right but, <laughs> right right but, exactly. when, i don't need to it doesn't cost you 100 grand in a guru course to learn how to do that but still it's like well, that's cool 300 bucks tax deed I, I can't wait to hear so i'll shut up and you go ahead yeah 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 so no worries no worries so so basically what i do is two things i, I look for somebody who's not emotionally attached to the property and distressed in some way. So let's use you as a case study. So you're in Florida, right? Right. And I get the tax delinquent list of people that owe back taxes for properties in this one county in Texas. And all of a sudden I say, oh my gosh, this 40 acre parcel, Tyler Chef, owes $200 in back taxes, back taxes and lives in Florida. So you're advertising to me two things. Number one, you don't value that property anymore. Because when we don't value something, we don't pay for it. And number two, you have no emotional attachment to that property. You're not going out there on the weekends and, and you know, hanging out there. Right. So what I'll do is I'll look at the comparable sales for the last 12 to 18 months. And let's say, for example, it's $10,000. And all I'll do is divide by four. And that gets me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. So the most I can pay for your property now, Tyler, is $2,500. So I send you an actual offer of $2,500. I don't say, hey, I'm interested in buying your property. I don't want to be in the appraisal business. Right. I send you an offer for $2,500. Three to 5% of people will accept that quote unquote top dollar offer. And then once it's accepted, we'll go ahead and we'll do our due diligence. Uh, we'll make sure there's legal access. The back taxes are really only $200. You still own the property. There's no liens or encumbrances. There hasn't been a break in the title chain. And all this is done uh, online now. So 90% of the business is automated with software, which we can talk about later. But just go with me here. So it cost me about $11 in the Philippines to get my due diligence done. That's Everything's clean. I buy the property from you, and now I own the property. And then, Tyler, I have a best built-in buyer. It's, it's the one huge advantage I have in my model than any other real estate niche. Do you know who the best buyer is? I can only imagine. eBay? The neighbors. Oh. The neighbors. Absolutely. So I send out neighbor letters saying, hey, before I go to the open market, here's your opportunity expand your holdings, protect your privacy, protect your views. And oftentimes the neighbors will then go ahead and buy that property. Now, if they pass, I'll go to my buyers list. And these are people that have opted in for, you know, some, you know, they've opted in and they said, Hey, I'm interested in, in being a land investor. And we have their email address. If the buyers list passes, we go to a, pro a little website you probably never heard of called Craigslist. 
<laughs> and by pressing a button, I can put out 128 ads using automation. So, and then I can do the same thing with Facebook buy sell groups. So, by using this marketing strategy, I sell properties within 30 days or less. And then the way that I sell them is why I call this the ultimate subscription model or the best passive income model. Is is simply I'll get my money out on the down payment. So, I'll get $2500 down and then I'll just make it a car payment, let's say 449 a month at 9% interest over the next 10 years. So now I get $2,500 down, $449 a month, and I don't have to deal with any renters, no uh-huh. rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And because I'm not dealing with the tenant, I'm exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act. So the game that we play, Tyler, is can we create enough of these land notes and, and have enough passive income coming in every single month where it exceeds our fixed expenses, and then we're working because we want to not because we have to. Oh my God. That's I'm just where my mouth open. I'm like, what? <laughs> Back up, mister. You said 11. I'm, I, maybe I heard you wrong. I wrote down 11, 11 with a question mark under due diligence. Did you mean $11 or 11? I mean, $11 for due diligence. Like 11, like $11, $1, like $1 dollars. bills. Yeah, $1 bills. I get the GPS coordinates. I get the GIS maps. I get the plat maps. I get aerial views. I mean, it's unbelievable. Wow. It is the best time ever to be in business. I, I want to just thank you for listening to the Cashflow Guys podcast. We are officially closed. <laughs> <laughs> for more information, ask Mark the Land Geek. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of, oh, yeah. Wow, this is interesting. Okay, you have my attention, sir. And you also, yeah. I'm going to roll back. I'm going to roll back a little bit sooner. And you talked about Craigslist, 120 ads, 120 ads. So it's a software program that uh, my buddy Scott Todd created. It's called postingdomination.com forward slash the lane geek. You should check it out. But essentially, using a VPN, um, you get a Boost Mobile phone, so you, you can get Craigslist numbers. It's a whole system right. that basically uh, cracks the Craigslist algorithm, so that you can automate your ads and they stick. It's 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 pretty detailed, but it's great. That is amazing. I didn't know such an animal existed. I thought, I mean, I haven't I haven't done a Craigslist ad except for you know, please get this garbage out of my front yard in a long time. Right. For that very reason, it's a pain in the butt to, to post a Craigslist. It is. Yeah, it really is. So, wow, I'm, I wasn't prepared for that. See, it's like, geez, that, <laughs> that's just awesome. And you get them. So first of all, let's talk about, we go back to the neighbors, obviously the, the neighbors, they want to, they want most of what's the percentage would you say? See, I am actually tongue tied. I'm like, I'm right, right. folks. This is legit. I'm actually tongue tied. I'm like, I don't know what the hell to say next. So that's <laughs> why so people love my show. You never know what to expect. The, you talk to the neighbors. Why right. the, do you try? Do you intentionally make it easy to buy to the neighbors? Is that one of the keys to get them to buy? Well, the, the key with the neighbors is uh, is fear, right? Right. Because now it's fear of the known, unknown for them, and the fact that they now have an opportunity to protect what is theirs, right, and know who their neighbors are going to be is very emotionally powerful, right? They never thought they wanted more land in that area until they know that someone else is going to get that land. Absolutely. And once they realize someone else is going to get the land, now they want it all of a sudden. 
Hmm. Very interesting. So then at that point, wow, that's just, that's cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like my iPhone 10. Like I didn't need to upgrade my iPhone. I loved my, my old iPhone, but the second my buddy bought it and showed it to me, I had to have it right. It was eating at me inside. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. literally got mine yesterday. The, the, the X I'm like, I was at, the, at this iTunes store for an unrelated matter and walked out with an X. Don't need an yeah, X. Yeah, well, don't need it. Nothing wrong Probably with my that. iPhone 7 Plus. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But you probably had a buddy who had it, and you didn't. You're like, oh, I got to have it. Exactly. Oh, shiny. I must have that. Absolutely sure. So how did you yeah. get started? I mean, okay, you could roll back a little bit. You you, you did a couple of these. You started making ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous so, money, right? So I started making really, really good money and then kind of got, you know, I mean, look, from 2001 to about 2008, a monkey could have made money in that real estate market. And Tyler, I was that dumb monkey, right? I didn't have any systems. I didn't have any automation. I didn't really even treat it like a business. Uh, like my neighbors thought I was a drug dealer. I'm working from home. Right. And, uh, you know, I've got all this money coming in. It, it was just too easy. So it wasn't until about 2010, I took a big hit in the business. And it's interesting because land is sort of the, the long tail of real estate. So as commercial and residential get hit, land takes its time. And then, then I got hit. And then as you know, homes and commercial started to recover, um, land took its sweet time recovering. But in that process, I started, you know, kind of living out of control. Um, you know, I had to buy a multi-million dollar home. I had to have the luxury cars. I've got three kids, no more public school, I had to go to private school. I mean, oh it was kind of, it was kind of crazy. And luckily, uh, and it was, by the way, it was making us very unhappy. Like my wife and I were fighting all the time. And especially as, you know, I started seeing business slow down. Um, it was, you know, quite a, a process of kind of getting back to like, Hey, what's really important to us and, and what are our values? And so instead of going out for like a steak dinner on a Saturday night, you know, we would stay home and cook and, and play charades with the kids. Right. So it was really great in that respect of like, hey, this isn't going to really make us happy. But I didn't know that until I kind of lived through it. So as I started to recover, I really started to treat it like a business instead of just this, you know, kind of fun thing for me to support a lifestyle. And that's when I created, you know, systems and automation. So now today, 90% of this business is automated. I work two hours a week in frontier properties. Wow. I just look at, so I just look at, um, spreadsheets. How many offers went out this week? How many deals are pending? How many deals do we close? How many deals do we sell? And as long as the numbers are increasing every month as they do, you know, the team doesn't get an angry call from me after I've had coffee. <laughs> so, wow. you know, it's good. It's really, it's a really, it's, it, you know, it's really incredible how I shifted to being a solopreneur into an entrepreneur. And that was a really great challenge. So for you, I mean, how many of these, how often do you get calls from, from realtors or whatnot? Like I represent so-and-so or does that happen? Or do these people no, actually, you know, you know, realtors don't, we don't really, you know, deal with realtors because, you know, a realtor doesn't want to sell a $20,000 piece of raw land. Right. They want to sell $200,000 home. So it's usually, I say usually, I say 99.9% .9 of the time for sale by owner. Wow. So you're, wow. 
let's go back to the research. I'm trying to figure out how do you, what are the, what's the hot button to identify the property? I mean, you got the tax deed sales, right? Are right, the, right. So, okay. So, you know, you're, you're in one of those hotbed areas, right? right? But nobody wakes up and thinks to themselves, boy, I really like some raw land today in Iowa. Unless you live in Iowa, right? But if you live in Florida, California, Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, Oregon, Washington, you know, these Colorado, these fast growing Southwest, Western and Florida, you know, the, the Sunbelt states, you have a massive market because people in the Midwest, in New York, right? Right. They, it, it stokes their imagination huh. and then they want to buy it. So I go find a little lot. I send them a letter. I, I, I guess the, the key here is volume, correct? As far as sending letters and offers, right? Right, right. So exactly. So we always recommend when you first start, because you don't have your systems in place, just do 20 offers a day. Just break it up 20 offers a day. 20 offers a day. Okay. And okay. these are just cash offers. Right. These are cash offers. And you're figuring, uh, I guess I, lo I, I lost you there on how you're figuring your offer amounts. Is three per 300%. Right, right. So, so, right. So we want to get a, a comparable sale. Right. So, and then divide by four. And so that gets us a 300% margin of safety. So if the properties have been selling on an average about $10,000, the most we can pay for that property is $2,500. Right. I see. Okay. And this is all done right. from the VAs. Well, no, the you know, I, when you first start, you don't want your VAs to do your county research. Okay. Right? There's a couple pieces where you have this is that 10%, right? You have to do that. Okay, that's cool. Because you're not you're not you're not going to rely on a $2 or $3 an hour VA to pick your your county no, and your and do your 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 market analysis. Now, you could teach, you could teach an acquisition manager, you know, a higher level person to do that. Right. But not in the beginning. You want to be able to do that so that you understand, you know, exactly what, why you're going into that market and what to look for and you can answer their questions. So the premise here is, is that you've got somebody who has something they really don't want right. for whatever reason. They came about it. They inherited it. It's just, it's surplus. It's like stuff in your garage. This is really no different. Except for right. this, they have to pay taxes every year, which that's no fun. So right. they're, they've got something unwanted, so they have a problem, and you're finding you're able to secure these properties, and then you turn around and resell them to people that normally probably wouldn't be able to do this on their own. In other words, for whatever reason, they want a piece of land. You make it easy to buy for them, and everybody wins. Exactly. That's awesome. It's so ridiculously simple, but it's it's beautiful. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. How did you get, to, how, did, how did the automation piece come to pass? Is that just trial and error? Is that something that you bought a system or what's that look like? You know, we, we basically took uh, Podio, Zapier, and Globiflow and then hired a developer to hard code it because with that system, I'm really dependent on three different platforms. And if any one of those three platforms decide to jack up their prices, they get bought out and they get shut down, something like that, now I'm vulnerable. Right. So we basically hard-coded what these three companies allowed us to do with automation and, and created our own proprietary system. Nice. And is that 
Do you now lease access to that to folks outside of your company or is that available? Yeah, we, yeah, we do. So with our training, we, we do include that. Okay. That's beautiful. So yeah. if somebody wants to get more involved in that and wants to maybe do, do like a business in the box, they can reach out to you and find out more about that as well. Right. That's cool. So what is, what kind of land do people want? I mean, is it just like swamp land in South Florida? Cause I could sell you lots of that. I mean, <laughs> you know, three- right. you know what? It's, it's Tyler sell to me because you know what I can do with on that land. I can grow shiitake mushrooms. Oh, really? So I learned the hard way. There's a pig for every barn. And even though you may not think that swamp land's worth anything, right. someone else will. I mean, I've bought property that I personally thought looked like Chernobyl and right. it all sold. Huh. And so, you know, there's no accounting for taste. Um, I actually watched a buddy of mine make a hundred thousand dollars on one deal in New Mexico because I thought, you know, there's no way anyone's going to buy that land. And every time he would get a sale, he'd email me. And every time he emailed me, I'd email him back refund. And then he'd email me another sale. And then I'd email him back, refund slash lawsuit. And this went on for six months. Guess how many refunds he had? None. Yeah, zero. It was, so that's the, I learned that the hard way. So how do you know what kind of land is in most demand? I mean, do you target a specific type of land, like farmland versus industrial versus residential? What? Raw yeah, land? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you, know, you know, in those areas, in, in those states that I mentioned, the southwest, a little bit of the northwestern Florida, uh, you're going to find pockets where you can find the comparable sales where lots of investors are buying raw land there. And the market is massive. I mean, we're talking about billions of acres of land and no big money in this niche. There's no private equity groups doing this. There's no hedge funds. You're not going to go on the DIY network and see flip this land and watch me in front of a computer or HGTV, right? right? Shuffling paper. I mean, it's just not fun. So if you go to a RIA meeting, there'll be a hundred people in that room, 99 of them are going to be house flippers and wholesalers. You and I are going to be only land people. So it's just massive. Wow. That's crazy. That's it's, it's absolutely beautiful. I'm, I'm beyond excited. I'm like, Whoa, this is so cool. (laughs) I just got done. uh, I was just working on before this call, I was underwriting a a apartment deal and I'm sitting there going, man, there's a lot of moving parts to these things. And this is a lot of math and and go through everything. And I'm thinking, huh? If there was only a better way, and then lo and behold, you answered Skype. How about that? So, okay, guy coming into this, let's just say no experience in real estate necessarily at all, has, let's say, five grand to work with. Are we two? Is that, are we not in the ballpark? Can we start this with five grand? Five five grand's great. I mean, I I started with 3,000. My buddy Duran started with $800. Uh, I had one of my clients, Paul Mendel. Right. This guy was like broke, right? And all he could afford were mailings. So what he would do is he would lock up the property with the seller and extend the due diligence and say, hey, look, it's going to take me 90 days to do due diligence. Well, it takes about you know three days. Right. So he would then send out the neighbor letters saying, hey, I've locked up this property. Um, at this price, and before I go to the open market with it, you have your opportunity to buy it. Well, so the neighbor then buys it, pays Paul. Paul takes the buyer, the, the, the buyer's money, pays off his seller, does a dual closing, and creates like $10,000 for himself in cash with maybe a couple hundred dollars in mailings. Nice. 
little double close action yeah. going on there. Little double close action. So, so you really don't need a lot of money. Really? So, okay. What are the risks? I mean, there's got to be risks somewhere, right? I mean, well, I think the I think the biggest risk is not doing your county research correctly. You don't do that out out of the gate well. You don't know your numbers. You don't divide by four. You overpay. That's a big risk. You don't do your due diligence correctly. That's a risk. Um, you don't go out and you don't market and you're lazy with your marketing, that's a risk. I mean, it's a simple model, but you and I know oh, yeah. simple does not equate to easy. I mean, if, look, if, there's, if it were easy... Oh, yeah, everybody would be know, doing it, that's for sure. Everybody would be doing it. It ain't easy. So what about Enviro issues? Because down here in Florida, so in, the, in my backstory here, I had an uh, opportunity that I fortunately passed on. It was... Uh, it used to be a gas station. They closed it, closed it down. Long story short... They had, been, had a bunch of cars out back. They leaked oil. The tank had leaked fuel. It was, I didn't wind up buying it. Somebody else bought it. Come to find out, uh, that guy wound up with like some ridiculous EPA fines and cleanup costs and all the stuff. And it was into well into the seven figures. Do you run into any of that with what you're doing or is, or is there a way to look at that? Yeah. I mean, when we do our due diligence, we look at environmental issues. You can always go to epa.gov, make sure you're not buying in a super fun site. Okay. But typically in the areas that we go to, um, there's no, there's no, uh, environmental issues. I remember I was looking at a big deal in, uh, in Churchill County, Nevada. And I'm like, man, this, this property is so cheap. What's going on? I started doing my due diligence. It turns out the air force bombs out there. I'm like, Oh, well that makes sense. No wonder. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of unexploded <laughs> ordinance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I passed on that deal. <laughs> Don't ever buy around Fort McClellan, Alabama, because I found that used to be the U S army chemical uh, weapons training center. And guess what? Oh, yeah. They store chemical weapons there. And guess who went to military police school there? This guy, big dogs landing on my face, but you oh, know, yeah. So there's some, some sort of a, settlement option going on right now so i guess yeah around military bases might be a little scary but yeah realistically the average person one of that one of my one of the people that listen that listen to this show they got maybe i don't know how much money do they realistically need to make a go at this if they're willing to do the work i mean again i i'd say you know a thousand dollars is a good start you don't need a lot of money I mean, you need some money right you gotta be able to send, send out offers and you got to get some education um yeah, or not that's nothing but, that's yeah it's not it's not much i mean the average person brings home that in two weeks i hope maybe i'm out of touch i don't know it's been a while but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah that's amazing so just to kind of so i make sure i'm clear because it's so ridiculously simple i'm trying to complicate it i'm sure so just you know virtually slap me we find we, find, we locate a property that's with a seller that's in some sort of distressful situation in some way. Right. Using your words. Right. Back taxes, whatever. We send an offer for basically 25% of what we feel comparable sales value is. So using a $10,000 uh, retail value model based on comparable sales, we would offer 25% of that, one-fourth of that. So twenty-five hundred. We, we use a system that we can get access to through you. Or through your team right. to take advantage to of the due, right to automate this whole right. thing and that does that include or not include due diligence that includes due diligence oh my goodness yeah i guess i mean you're gonna have your first customer so we 
we have trained VAs that we like I have an office in the Philippines and our trained VAs, our land geek VAs do our, do the due diligence. Nice. You have your own. That's just awesome. All right. So then you, you use the a system, a marketing system that you've already done the work done, like gone through the growing pains. You've already stupid proofed it, the marketing, so to speak. Right. It's turnkey in a box, ready to go. And, and this is my favorite part. You avoid because there's no tenants and there's no people involved. There's nobody's moving in, right? There's no Dodd Frank, no RESPA. And and folks, RESPA means real estate, uh, real estate settlement and procedures act, right? Am I right about that, Mark? Yeah. Correct. I should know that I have a real estate license. I think it's a test question, (laughs) but it's been like, I don't know, 18 years since I took the test, but you know, whatever. But so no, no government drama basically uh, involved. You can just make money. That's what you're allowed to do. And Correct. You're, you're, you're leveraging a property. You're leveraging what somebody doesn't want and providing it to somebody that does want it. Oh, my God. That's Correct. awesome. Why isn't everybody? I mean, do you do anything else besides land? I don't do anything else besides land. And, and the reason is, you know, I'm, a, I'm an inch wide and a mile deep is like you said, I mean, I did get a little bit of, of uh, you know, shiny object syndrome um, with some other real estate niches. And I found that that compared to what I was doing, I'm making on average about a thousand percent return on my money right. with very little risk. Um, and I don't need a lot of capital. I don't need outside investors. I don't need hard money. There's no competition. Um, I couldn't find anything better. So, yeah, are you going to be a billionaire in this market? And in this niche, absolutely not. If you want to be a billionaire, this is not where you want to go because, you know, the deals aren't big enough, right? right. You know, you start buying uh, multi-million dollar uh, lots of land, let's say farmland, right? Well, now you're competing with Ted Turner and Warren Buffett. I mean, this is billionaires. They of buy course. productive farmland and they make 8%. But in my niche, this is a great way to create passive income and freedom. So a good example is Scott Todd. He did 192 deals last year and he was able to replace his fortune 300 income, you know, by like 10 X and quit his job and, and do this full time. Uh, you know, a guy like, uh, Scott Bossman, who's a physical therapist, he's got, you know, more passive income now than he does is making uh, as a full time physical therapist. Now he's got a choice. So I want to, continue practicing or do I want to quit? Um, Sean Rickman, Rachel Mueller, they quit their jobs. They've got over 5,000 a month passive income over the last year. They just travel the world, bring their laptop and they do this business. And that's the other thing is it's scalable. You can do this from anywhere in the world with your laptop. Oh, that's the beauty of internet connection. Yeah. So it's great. So I, you know, it's a great, it's a great lifetime business, you know, lifestyle business. Uh, I have one of my clients, Tom Willis. He's at over 10,000 a month in passive income. And, you know, he's able to retire his spouse. But then I saw him and he was going into mobile home park investing. I said, Tom, why are you going through this brain damage? He's like, Mark, you know, I want to be, you know, really, really big. And I said, okay, great. That's a really the next. So, I, you know, I feel like land is the gateway drug right. to the next level of real estate. 
Well, for us, if you want to do it, I don't want to do it, but you know, how much is enough? Well, yeah. And I, we just went through this process the last couple of years. My wife and I were like, how big do we want to grow this, this monster? And what we, what we get our kicks from really is helping people get out of the rat race. That's really what it comes down to for us. And it's a rush when I can, when I can hold somebody's hand, when they look at their boss and say, you know, I'm done because I learned how to eliminate my debt you know, by focusing on it and eliminating it, getting rid of it. And now I've, you know, the janitor, there's a reason why the janitor gets out of the cash flow game, gets out of the rat race faster than everybody else, because it's easier. And the doctor's in the rat race forever. And see, we didn't ever want to build ourselves to be this massive, I don't want to be Grant Cardone. That's that job's already taken, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, And I'm far too tall. (laughs) No (laughs) no disrespect to Grant. I love Grant Cardone. But um, I I love him too. I I had him on uh, our podcast. Did you? He's a great guy. uh, Yeah, and he was great. But like, I don't know where he gets the energy. I don't either, man. It's you know, I'm I'm 47 years old. I don't know how you old how old you are, but I'm 46. See. I'm tired, man. You know, I, I just bought a jet ski because I bought a little duplex that's going to pay for it. Right. That's right. fun because I don't know about you, Mark, but all my friends are dying over time. You know, they're starting friends our age are starting to get sick and have issues. And it's like life's too short. Something I, well, like I this. It. That's, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's so true. Yeah. Uh, see, this is awesome for that. And this is for us. We went, we went all in and, and did syndicates and apartments and that's all fine and dandy. You got all these different moving parts. You got all these doors, all these tenants, toilets, all this stuff. It's great. Don't get me wrong. Also have vacation rentals, but we've tried different things to see what we really like. And the less we have to deal with the, the tenants and toilets model, which for us, uh, non-performing notes is awesome for that because we don't have to deal with the headaches, right? Right. We have a team right. that does all the work, but this is brilliant because you're not putting out a lot of capital. I wish I would have known this a couple of years back. Um, yeah. Get, yeah. Get, then if you want to automate the collection of your rental notes, uh, your rental payments, I actually created that with a program called geekpay.io because I have so many notes and I would hate it when, you know, a payment would bounce and I'd have to call the customer or I have hate it when they would call me and say, Hey Mark, what's my current balance? Right. Or, uh, Hey Mark, can I make a prepayment this month? So now we automate it with our software. I mean, I'm telling you, it's the best time ever to be alive. Now oh, I'm trying gosh. to get you to my, my geek pay program. I'm, I, just, I'm, I, just, I just want to create more, more time for you, Tyler. You can always I, make more money. You can't get more time. I don't need any more money, Mark. At this point, I need more time. No. <laughs> I will go. Gl- that's what I'm telling you. That's what I do on this stuff. I will gladly trade in a few of the tasks that I do now for money. <laughs> I will gladly trade those in for a couple uh, land notes. That's for sure. This yeah. is, this is, this is brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, I hope you're as, as excited as I am. You're listening to the show. You're like, Half of them right now, Mark, are probably pulled over on the side of the road as they're listening to this, and they're like writing it down, you know, going, how, how, do, I, how do I reach this guy? He's like the Messiah or something. <laughs> this, so is, funny. this is awesome. You've actually, you've done all the work. It, it's a, it's in a box. We can buy it. How do we get, how do we reach out to you? Put, I'll put a link in the uh, show I, I mean, notes. Yeah. I mean, I think the best thing to do is go to thelandgeek.com, download for free the Passive Income Blueprint. Get our ebook, How to Avoid the Three Fatal Land Buying Mistakes, and get our uh, you know podcast delivered each week to your email inbox. And then, Tyler, if they email support at thelandgeek.com and just put in the subject line, Tyler or Cashflow Guys, we'll send them for free our $97 passive income launch kit. Nice. 
Very nice. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate my that. Pleasure. Mark, that was mind blowing. I got to tell you. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm going to be, ladies and gentlemen, I've got more questions for Mark, but I'm going to hang up the recording now. You're just going to have to reach out to him yourself. <laughs> I'm going to be selfish right now, but <laughs> I, think, I, I think that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Anything you want to add to folks before we wrap up here? No, I mean, you know, one, one of my favorite quotes is that Zig Ziglar quote. If, if you'll do for the next three to five years what other people won't do, you'll be able to do for the rest of your life what other people can't do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, you know, I, I tell people on my Facebook profile, I have this picture of it's a tropical background, right? And right. it says, I tried to tell you, you asked me what, or you asked me what I do. I tried to tell you and people just don't, they're not willing. A lot of people aren't willing to do the work and take the action, but it sounds like you've taken a lot of the work out of it, Mark. Yeah. Every, you know, every pain point that I've had, you know, I've solved for myself and then pay it forward to my clients. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I try, I try to be a good mentor. It's I'm, I already feel like one of your mentees. I think that's awesome. Mark, thank you, thank thank you, you so much for it. coming on the show. Cashflow guys, cashflow folks. Here you go. I mean, we've done some amazing episodes. This has got to be amongst the top of those of that heap. This is good information, but as it with any good information, it only works if you take the action to pull the trigger. So as Mark said, head on over to thelandgeek.com. I will put that in the show notes, thelandgeek.com. Get over there, send him an email, support at thelandgeek.com. Mention Cashflow Guys or mention me, Tyler, and he will send you over a $97 product, absolutely free of charge to get you started, which is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2018. By the time you're listening to this episode, it probably will already be 2018. Uh, or darn close to it anyway. Take some action this year. Get financially free. Join Mark and I. We're, I mean, how much golf can we play, Mark? <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm not, I'm never going to retire. I have no interest. Right? In retirement. Yeah, none. I, yeah. I mean, I, I love hustling. I love I love working when I want, where I want, with whom I want. That's yeah. all I want to do. Exactly. We're in travel mode right now. My wife and I. We're we're every we're, once a month we're out of here and gone somewhere new. So that's our big thing. Absolutely. But we take the cameras, record content because I'm still working. I love what I do. So. Yeah, exactly. Mark, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap right there because I'm going to be selfish and talk to Mark about signing up myself. But if you found value in this podcast, please give us a, a review on whatever podcast player you happen to be listening to. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, any one of those podcast players. Make sure you leave some feedback. Let us know. If, and as always, if we can help you, if you ever are stuck, you don't know how to get going to the next step, you lack the motivation, you don't know how to get going in the right direction, or you just simply want to talk about the weather, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. That will give you a 30-minute free consultation only on Fridays with me. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about to help get you unstuck. You got questions you don't want to share with everybody else. That's the place to do it. If you are not a member of our Facebook group, make sure you head on over to cashflowguys.com forward slash group. That is absolutely free of charge. Feel free to post any real estate or investing related questions there, and we will answer them for the group. Once again, folks, appreciate you coming out this week, and we hope you have a profitable week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. 
Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.